0: Welcome to Church Alive. We're located in the heart of Rutherford, New Jersey, and we're ready to reach, teach, and empower people to impact their generation for Christ. Thanks for tuning in. Welcome home. Wait, can you guys give give me a little something, something? I don't know if we've announced it yet. Um, new announcement. Just to let you know, my wife's pregnant. Most beautiful pregnant woman in the world And uh, Come on um, Just c- if you couldn't tell she's pregnant Because uh, someone came up to me before service And said Anthony your wife needs to stop eating ice cream And I'm like I better tell the church She's pregnant We already have Just in case you don't know That joke didn't work as well as I was hoping I was kind of hoping for a little more laughter A little more love on that one Not a lot of love Why? Thinking about the Super Bowl? Stop it Okay how many believing for the touch of God upon the service? I I I uh, listened to a man speak yesterday, just as I was getting ready for service, and he said something so good. Um, he said, uh, "He's our Father. We don't have to beg Him to show up." And I was just like, "Oh, that's so good! I have to pray and beg God to show up. I just got to keep in step." with the Spirit of God, in step with God. God's already here. He's already on the front row. He's in us and on us and around us. He wants to do something in you. And the best thing we can do is just get aware of God. Amen. And that's why we pray. So let's read our our theme verse for the month. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20. Let's, uh, after me, let's read it. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly and abundantly more than we ask or imagine according to the power at work within us. Ezekiel 37 verse 10, a a famous passage of Scripture in our church. I believe a a Scripture that has meant a lot to me and means a lot to our church. And um, I just want you to see bigger than you've ever seen before. And and, uh, Ezekiel says this, So I prophesied, say it with me, as He commanded me, And breath entered them. They came to life and stood up on their feet. A vast army. Come on, say a vast army. Say it like you're Australian. Thank you. Uh, It wasn't echoing the same. A vast army. Uh, I'm like, a vast army? Are they getting it? Anyway, come on, let's pray together. Jesus, we love You and praise You. And I thank You, Lord, that we honour Your presence here right now. We magnify Your presence here right now. Holy Spirit, You are amongst us and walking amongst us and looking to glorify Jesus and looking to draw people to Yourself. And I thank You, Lord, that You are here. You'll never leave us. You'll never forsake us, God, whether we feel Your presence or we don't feel Your presence. You are with us. You are Emmanuel, God with us. But Lord, I'm inviting you to move in this house. I'm inviting you to step me out of the way that you might step in the way. I'm inviting you to open hearts and open minds and build your church. Would you impart fresh vision this morning lord may it not just be a mental thing may it be a heart thing lord may it echo in the hearts of your people that we might shift that little bit closer towards the things of god god may your echo be in this house may your eternal echo be in this house and god may it change us continually we pray in jesus name and a faith church said come on a faith-filled church said High five someone and tell them your best guess for the Super Bowl real quick. Tell them your best guess. Now just turn to the other person you you, you neglected or perhaps the same person you just talked to and said, I don't care who wins, I want to hear from God. We need way more people just wanting to hear from God. Amen. Someone say a vast army. (laughs) I'm not even trying to be funny there at all. It's just, I can't, whatever. I see a vast army. I see a vast army. I pray for a vast army in our church. I pray that what we are today is a seed of what we will be, that literally, that we will, as the things of God, we will move and flow, and you can play, honey. Uh, they took away your music. Thank you. Give us some Jesus music, people. I want some Jesus music this morning. Um, people, you need to stop eating in church. I'm hearing people like eating donuts and Snickers, and in, this isn't Communion. This isn't communion time. People look, like, I need to catch up on my calories. No, you don't. I guarantee you need to go on a diet. I was in India. Everyone's skinny there. I'm like, wow, it's the curry, man. Ready to have a good time in church? How many just got offended at your pastor? I'm trying to help you be more like Jesus. You're like I'm gonna forgive my pastor. Amen. I want to um, really just share it out of my heart this morning, and like I did last night. How many were here last night? It's always incredible seeing people baptized, even if it's in freezing water. It's always incredible. But I want to give you the title of my talk tonight and this morning, and it is this one: believing for thousands, starting with one. Believing for thousands starting for one. I think on Vision Sunday, how many of you guys get distracted? Come on, put up your hand. Just Guys, we're, we're easily distracted, aren't we? We're just, it's just embarrassing. Let's be honest. My wife will ask me to get something upstairs and I will go upstairs and then I see something else and I'm just doing stuff. And then I come back downstairs and she's like, where's, where's my hat? I'm like, I don't know, I just brush my teeth though and they feel good. And there's always this distraction thing and I think we live in the age of distraction and it's so important as Christians that I I have found that vision leaks out of our lives. We we had vision in a moment, we walked upstairs, we we had a bad week or a good week at work and all of a sudden we had vision for a moment and then it leaks out of our lives or it just spills out of our lives. So I feel like it is so important as as really the the senior leader of this church to just again just restate what we do as a church and why we do it and the fact that there is mission about this house and there is mission about our lives and there should be mission about every person who calls upon the name of Christ for even if you've never uh, even if people don't believe in Jesus if you read anything about Jesus there was this incredible divine sense of mission about Jesus everyone knew that this guy had something to do on the planet ask yourself a quick question just say with me why are we here? come on say it with me why are we here? have you ever thought that? have you ever walked into a room and just gone why am I here? isn't it true we don't just do that with rooms we do that with life every single one of us at one point in your life whether life is going good or life is going bad you will ask yourself and I will ask myself this question why am I here? why am I here? Jesus said these words in John chapter 18 verse 37 Pilate therefore said to him are you the king? Are you a king then? And Jesus answered, He said, You say rightly that I am a king. For this cause I was born, and for this cause I have come into the world. Come on, can we all read that together? That's just incredible. For this cause I was born. Come on, for this cause I was born. Someone say, For this cause I was born. Are you living for a cause? Is there a cause behind your life? Have you found out why you're here? And I just want to invite you onto that journey if you have not. Or if you've somehow lost sight of it and when you forget why you're here, let me invite you to meet Jesus and as you follow Jesus closer and closer and closer all of a sudden you start to fall in love with him you start to realize how good he is how big he is how awesome he is and then all of a sudden he starts to shift you away from basically being a selfish person he says hey you're not just here for you you are here for a reason and we sung about it this morning it says before I formed you in the womb Jeremiah 1 5 says I knew you before you were born He says, I set you apart. I appointed you a prophet to the nations, he told Jeremiah. And Jeremiah's 15 years old, the time of, of life when you're just rebelling and running from parents and all that kind of stuff, getting drunk and high, and God speaks to him as such a unique word, and He says to him, and He implants destiny and purpose and mission and cause in Jeremiah at a young age. And I think every single one of us can take that Scripture for ourselves, digest it for ourselves, and just let that resonate in you before I was born, God had a plan for me. Before he formed me, he knew me he's not surprised your parents might have been surprised that you came here. God was not surprised. He has planted you in a specific location in a specific way in a specific family with specific gifts so that you can fulfill God's mission for your life. I don't know about you but I take that kind of seriously. I love joking around. I love uh, lots of fun. And, and I hope the, the, the very theme of our church is just love God and love people and love life. It's kind of the vibe, I hope, of the house. It's the vibe I want in my life. It's, it's, it's just, man, we love God. Man, we love people and we love life. But if you dig a little deeper, you all of a sudden you bump into mission. And I think that every single one of us doesn't just need a theme of our life. We need mission about our lives. We need cause about our lives. Can I get a good amen? Come on, can I get a good amen? Come on, I think I might be preaching better than you're responding. Not to give myself any props or anything. <laughs> Turn your name and say, why are you here? and the person's like I I came here to ask you out on a date I don't care how you came to church but I care how you leave church you might have come here for relationships and business and all kinds of different motivations bring us to the house of God but when we come into the house of God may we leave with His mission in mind but implanted deep in our heart are you with me church? Some would say cause. Some would say mission. Some would say purpose. Matthew 28, verse 18 to 20. Jesus left the disciples with a divine mandate, a divine mission, a divine cause that they should use their lives. And so many of us know this verse, but it's the, it's the tension of do I know it, but do I do it? Right? Do I, I can quote it. But does this impact my heart? Does it impact my life? Am I starting to grow in it? Listen, you can't just all of a sudden just be a a, a radical, normally disciple of Jesus. It's this slow process often. And sometimes a fast process, but a slow process, just step by step. Take me deeper, Lord. Take me deeper, Lord. Take me deeper, Lord. Help me follow you. Let me follow you in the steps. And all of a sudden, before you know it, man, you're actually following and you're helping other people follow. Are you with me? And Jesus came and said to them, all authority, say all authority, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. What does that mean? It literally means that what was lost in the garden was brought back on the cross. What was lost on the garden, the relationship Adam and Eve had with God, they walked with God. They walked with God. There was no barrier. There was no separation. They were living in a perfect place. And when the temple of of the Jewish day was ripped from top to bottom, it was God's statement to to a dying world. Listen, the Holy of Holies, my presence is now accessible to everyone. Not once a year, not to just the Jewish people, but to everyone who would believe upon my name. And God has restored. Now we live in an imperfect world. There's sin and you've got to fight in essence your own flesh. You've got the devil to deal with and all that kind of stuff. You've got friends and family and stuff. But do you know you can walk with God? Come on, do you know you can walk with God? It is our honour to walk with God. Come on, it is our privilege. That is what it means to be a Christian. To walk with God. You're like I'm a Christian means I go to church. Really, Christian actually means you walk with God. I attend church. I know, but do you walk with God? I'm spiritual. I' awesome. Do you walk with God? You're like I'm trying. Keep going. Keep going. You won't do it perfectly. I will not do it perfectly. You don't have a perfect pastor. Trust, trust, trust Jesus that God's planted you here for a reason Amen and our job is to walk with God little bit by little bit we sing that song and everyone loves that song take me deeper take me deeper than my feet will ever wander I don't even remember the words but it's just it's, it's little bit and, and I think the nudge of God I know about you but I, I just I just love the nudge of God I was um, I was getting ready for my message last night and I just felt this unique nudge I was getting ready for my sermon literally and I just felt like a nudge just like go home Anthony I'm like is this the devil because I'm trying to get ready for a message. I'm like, oh, i got to get ready for a sermon. It's got to be good. It's got to be nice. And oh, this kind of stuff. I just felt this internal nudge. Like, just go home. Just trust me. Share from your heart. And uh, so I went home. And normally I'd be kind of preparing and so forth. And just went home. And, and my wife was like third trimester tired. How many women know what I'm talking about? Like third trimesters, like you just got wrestled by an alligator. Okay. And, and she's on the couch. And, and I walked in. I was like, okay, okay. I get why I came back. And, uh, and I'm just playing with the kids and all this kind of stuff. And I was trying to listen to like a message actually. Um, and the kids are playing these funny games. And, and then Ben kept asking me, um, Daddy, can you, can you tie me up? He likes to be a robber. He likes to steal things, right? And then he wants me to, to, to tie him up, his hands up and feet up. And, and so he can break out, right? I mean, that's what you do when you're six. And, and I was kind of ignoring him for a moment because I was trying to get the dishes done. And then my son says this incredible line to me. He says, Daddy, it is your job <laughs> to take care of your sons and daughters, And I looked over and I laughed. I was like, that is good, son. That is really... I laughed, sat down, and then I thought to myself, oh, that'll preach. It is your job to take care of the sons and daughters. If you're a Christian in the house, it is your responsibility. But it is your honour and it is your privilege. It is not my job to take care of my sons, but it is my honour And it is my responsibility. And God has given you a a reach. God has given you someone to reach. God has given you a family, somewhere to reach. And I want us all, listen, how are we going to reach and teach and empower better than ever this year in 2015? Listen, let's believe for thousands, but let's do a better job with one. Let's believe for thousands. Let's be believed to be a church locally that's always growing and always reaching out and even having an international reach. And that'll be coming up in the years to come. But listen, let me tell you this. Let's do a better job with the one. Come on, if we want to exceed this year, you don't just have big plans. You've got to evaluate the day, right? If you want to build a multi-million dollar business, that's great. But you better be doing something good every day right? If you want an amazing family, that's awesome, but you better be doing something good every day. If you want to pass college, it's, it's one thing, right? College students, high school students, you're like I want to pass college, that's my dream. Okay, well you better be doing one thing every day. And the theme of our house again is love God, love people, love life. But let me talk to you just real quickly about reaching. Can we extend in reach this year? I want you to watch the video on the screen and uh, dim the lights, guys, And if you can throw that on. I was just in India. If you don't know, we... go ahead. At church, Pastor Anthony here, right in the heart of India. Don't know what city, but that doesn't matter. We are um, at a church dedication, obviously, and uh, this is the church that you guys help build. Last January a whole bunch of you gave a whole bunch of money and uh, we raised $7,000 and something pretty simple but here we have uh, lots of people's lives changing and the pastor here leads actually a church of uh, six or seven other churches and uh, so you here you'll see a pretty simple um, building but we had I don't know over 100 people here today for dedication,
1: uh, young
0: kids doing worship and stuff and all dressed up in the Indian outfit and it was pretty cool as it comes in. <laughs> As you see they have Bethany House of Prayer is the name of the church. Um, we've got the Cell Church Alive, those of you that gave, JC Potter that's his ministry. Dedicating the church name is Bethany House of Prayer. And pretty much all the churches that Love and Care Ministry has, they're called Bethany or Bethany House of Prayer or Bethany Church or something like those lines. And then come on in. We've already had the service, but this is some people obviously having your regular rice, curry, and everything else. Uh, but had a great time, and this is your um, giving, making a difference in the lives of people that you don't know, but sometimes it's so good for us to sacrifice so that others can pass. Hey guys, Pastor Anthony here. Obviously we are literally in the heart of India. Um, and these are actually the three pastors. Now tell me your name, your pet. Okay? Tell me your name. This is Premkua. Solomon, and David Pong. And actually, you guys um, help them, give money to them every single month. And there's eight pastors' families that we sponsor. But look, I want you to feel the weight of this. It's not just we're giving them food and we're helping their families and stuff. We were just in this um, river here, and we just baptized 24 people. With Jason Pottom and all the other guys. And these guys are the doing the hard work, to be honest, of reaching souls and reaching... We're kind of in a very remote part of India, and so I just want you to see them, feel them, and realize that you guys make a difference in their lives, feeding them, eating uh, food for them. But more than that, um, they're seeing people come to Christ, and that's what our church is all about. It's about reaching people, it's about teaching people, and it's about empowering people to impact their generation to Christ. And trust me, these guys work extremely hard in doing all of that, so I want to say thank you. But I believe that church, we can actually do way better. I think we can sponsor more. So let's exceed this year. Let's sponsor more this year. Let's do more. Let's let's advance the kingdom. In Jesus' name. See ya. Right. Come on, can you put your hands together for that? So we sponsor those three fam. We sponsor their families, and we just give them fifty dollars a month. And, and And that might sound ridiculous, kind of to us, but they don't have cell phones. They're not paying PSC and G bills. Uh, they literally have a little hut that they live in, and so forth. And uh, we sponsor. We spend, send. Um, Four hundred, I think, a month, and we sponsor eight of their families. And I just want us to exceed this year in that. On the third Sunday, it's normally the first Sunday. I'm just going to shift that from a practical perspective. The third Sunday of the month, we're going to uh, give to missions, and and we're going to keep sponsoring those guys. But perhaps we can do a little bit more this year. How many think we can? Come on, how many think we can? And then um, we gave them a church last year. That is the first church ever in that village ever like in 2000 years ever right it's an unreached people group of the world literally where it's very difficult sometimes to go in, and Yacy uh their whole ministry is about reaching the unreached and, and the untouchables and so forth. And so they go in and they share the gospel, and they see a couple of people come to the Lord, and then they start going, okay, we might build a toilet, literally. So they just want to get some land in there. They try to win over the tribal leaders, and if they can win over the tribal leader's heart, then that tribal leader will kind of let them build a church. And so they actually, their ministry builds 30 churches a year, um, and we build, help them build one last year. We'll help them build another one, God willing, this year, and then we'll do another one next year. How many believe that's good? Um, But Yacy Potom has invited me to come and speak overseas at some larger type of settings, larger type of evangelistic type of crusades, and God willing, um, I'll be going, and even a team of our church will be going um, this year. So that's why, listen, I'm believing for thousands Um, of people to come to Christ this year, right? And that means you guys, listen, you may not all go, but you'll send people. How do you send people? You send people financially and you send people with your prayers. You send people with blessing, right? And when, and when people go overseas, they just see the world a little bit differently. Sometimes it's good for us to see people that don't have like 10 pairs of jeans to choose from and 10 pairs of shoes to choose from. And when we're like, oh, I had to spend this money um, on like, you know, a $10 lunch and you're just like, oh, I would starve if I didn't. It's good to see someone with a huge bag of rice and a huge bag of beans and that's just how they roll. Like that's just normal for them. And a little bit of chicken on top of that is like incredible. That's a feast for them and so forth. And so uh, listen, I believe for us to extend in our reach, but I just want to encourage you, church. Listen, let's extend in our reach. How many know there's people in your world that you need to reach? Let's believe big this year, but let's start with one. Let's start with one. I think we can do a better job with one. Right when you invite someone to the house of God, hey, meet up with them after. Be a person to say, "Hey, man, how can I help you?" And and uh, listen, I, you know, when I look at our church, I evaluate our reach. I evaluate our teaching. How are we teaching? And so in our church, I say this all the time, but it's so important that we know this, that we teach to the three chairs. We teach to the non-Christian, the new, and the mature. And you got to understand, Sunday is not seminary. Sunday is not a Bible college. No, I'm thinking of someone who doesn't know Christ, who needs to move from that chair to this chair, a a, a first timer, a a new decision for Christ. And then as that person grows and grows and grows and starts sowing and Serving and praying and giving and just growing in the Christian walk, eventually they become mature believers, right? And so often churches often turn their back on the the, the non-believer chair and just start talking to the people who've been around a long time. We can never do that as a church. And I pray that we'll always have creative and compelling messages. But one of the things I want to share with you real quick is how do we want to teach better this year? One of the things I felt like came to my heart while I was in India is I want to systematically help people spend time with God by themselves. And uh, there's an amazing app out there called the Blue Book. Someone say the Blue Book. This is what it looks like. It's a free app. I encourage every single one of you. I'm going to send a video to you this week on it in our church. And it's an easy way to study the Scriptures. But also, I don't want you to just study it by yourself. I want you to study it with someone. I want you to maybe, uh, there's someone along the journey who's further ahead. We'll hang out with them. Study it with them. There's someone not along the journey as far as you. Then you want to get together with them sometimes. Or I sometimes, I meet with leaders and I say, okay, here's what I want you to do. I want you study this topic. And we're, when we come back together, we're going to talk about that topic. So I give in essence, homework. Why? That's discipleship. Come on, can you do that? Come on, can you do it? Matthew 9 verse 9 says this, as Jesus passed on from there, he saw a man named Matthew sitting at the tax office and he said to him, follow me. Someone say, follow me. Come on, follow me. So he arose and followed him. And so when I think of how we teach as a church, listen, um, I don't believe I can effectively pastor you and help you spiritually if you are not serving on a team or in a connect group in our church. Because Sunday's not enough. I'll tell you why it's not enough. How many think it's better to, to see a sermon than hear a sermon? No one. Okay, let me ask that again. How many think it's better to see a sermon than hear a sermon? Let me give you an illustration. How many think it's better to hear a message on prayer or hang out with someone who really knows how to pray? How many know it's, it's, it's one thing to hear a message on evangelism or hang out with someone who's pretty good at evangelism and they're at the coffee shop and so forth and all of a sudden before you know it, they're breaking out a card and inviting that person to church. You're like, oh, that's how it's done. If you want to grow in some of your gifts, you don't need to someone's hear another message. You need to hang out with someone. And so it's critical that what we do is not just teaching, we model it, right? Miriam and I have found that the most effective way of discipleship is just life on life. It's hanging out with people. And as we hang out with those people, yes, you have to teach, but you have to model it. And one of the things that was so, so life changing for me years ago when I was 18 years old and I walked into my mom's room and she was reading the Bible and I'm like, oh mom, what are you reading? And she says, I'm reading the book of Psalms. And at the time I'm like 18 and I tried reading the Psalms. I was like, I hate the Psalms. And I, t- I was like, oh, I can't stand the Psalms. I know, a spiritual answer for a pastor. And um, she like, really I hate the Psalms. So she started taking me to a whole bunch of Psalms that she would read so regularly. And I'm like, oh, okay, this sounds pretty good. And this Psalm 95, and this Psalm 91, and this Psalm 23, and this Psalm 1, and this Psalm 144. And all this goes. She starts showing me all these Psalms, and it changed the way I read the Bible. You need Christianity not so much taught to you. You need it modelled to you. Are you with me? That's why men, listen to me about this. You can't just hear teaching about Scripture. You've got to hang out with a guy who's a little further along the game that's modelling it. Because it's one thing to hear someone talk about prayer. But then when you hang out with somebody like, oh, you actually do this. And it changes you. Are you with me? Modelling. Someone say model. Give me your best model pose. Does anyone have one? All you've got to do is crinkle your eyebrows, stare off in the distance and pretend you're on days of our lives. You've got to do something weird with your eyebrows. Then just stare off in the distance. Come on, practice it with me. Just something. You just kind of get lost. Are you with me? Now, Emily actually is a model, I believe. And can we have a model pose, Emily? No, she doesn't want to do it. (laughs) All right. (laughs) She's like, I'm Elsa. (laughs) I don't need to. Some must say reach. Some must say teach. We're believing for thousands. We're believing for thousands. But let's starting at one a co-worker, a neighbour, an uncle, an auntie, a friend. Let's talk about empowering for a moment. For as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. It is so important that our church has a a mindset of empowerment. A a mindset of empowerment. When I think of empower, I think you're going to empower people's thinking. Because you can never accomplish more than how you think. God says in Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20 he says now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly more than all we ask or we think the amplified Bible actually says more than we imagine and God always flows through someone and so here's the radical thought if God's going to flow through you he's going to get you to think of it first he's going to get you to pray it he's going to get you to imagine it are you with me church Listen, you need to start imagining with a godly imagination. You need to start imagining with a godly imagination. As a church, we need to start imagining what ministries can can flow out of our church. If you lead a connect group, let's imagine, let's use our imagination to see effective connect groups, effective teams. Let's see a church thriving and growing and always reaching more people for Christ in Jesus' name. So often the the devil bombards us with our imagination, gets us thinking so much junk. But let's imagine for God. Come on, let's imagine for God. Empowerment is about the Spirit of God. Someone say the Spirit of God. Acts 1.8 says, You shall receive power. It literally means dunamis power. Dynamite power. When the Holy Spirit comes on you. I believe to teach people and empower people and realize that we can't do this Christian life on our own. It's not a bunch of morals. It's not a bunch of rules to follow. You need to be filled. You need to be empowered with the Holy Spirit. And so one of the things we're going to be doing this year is we once a year anoint our church with oil and pray for the whole church. But I actually want our whole prayer team once a month to be praying for people at the end of services because I want to see breakthrough in people's lives. I want to see healing in people's lives. I want to see people seeing being filled and empowered by the Holy Spirit. Because I've noticed I've been leading the church long enough now that lots of people can fake a smile on Sunday. Lots of people can, hey man, doing good. That's awesome. (laughs) And I want you doing good on Monday. Amen. I, want, I don't want you just to believe upon Jesus. I want Him to be transforming your soul. I want Him to be transforming my soul in Jesus' name. Are you with me, church? Come on, are you with me? Come on, do you believe it? Do you believe that you're actually going to grow in Christ this year? Yeah, you know, because to be honest, I remember chatting to a, a man in our church years ago. I said, hey man, how are you doing? I'm chatting to him. And I knew, Miriam had told me that there was literally real serious problems going on in the marriage. His wife wanted to leave him and so forth. And uh, I was like, hey man, so, uh, you know, we're chatting for quite a while. And then I, I'm the pastor of church, so I can ask him, hey man, how's your marriage? He's like, oh, good, man, good. In the back of my head, I'm like, she doesn't like you, bro. She wants to leave you. And I just smiled. <laughs> That's good, man. Thanks for being honest. <laughs> we're going to empower leaders this year and all our connect group leaders and, and team leaders and so forth we're actually going to be doing a certificate of ministry and uh, we going to be inviting them to that online kind of be doing it live but online how many think it's important that leadership is trained say with me believing for thousands Starting with one. Come on, say it again. Believing for thousands. Starting with one. Believing for thousands. Starting with one. Listen, a number of years ago, the Lord spoke to my heart. He just said, Anthony, you're praying too small. I was just like, Lord, I'm praying for a soul a day. I'm praying for 365 people to come to Christ this year, and we've never seen that, and we've only seen like a hundred or so, and and so forth. He just put on my heart, you're praying too small, and He reminded me of Psalm two, verse eight. It was a a, a, a scripture the Lord burned in my heart as a, as a 19 year old. He said, "Ask, and I'll give the nations as your inheritance, and the ends of the earth as your possession." And I and I hope we'll always be a part of a big thinking, big praying, big believing church because. Here's what I've noticed. If you shoot for the stars, you actually hit the moon. A number of years ago, maybe five, six years ago we in the Elks Lodge, and the, the vision Sunday was, church, we're going to reach 50 people. And that seemed huge to us at the time. Like, wow, how are we going to do that? And everyone looked at me and didn't believe me. Like you're looking at me today. You better start believing soon. We saw 19 decisions for Christ that year. And I was mad about it. I was like, Lord, I share the gospel after every Sunday. And we only saw 19. And then later on, I remember thinking about something about hell. And I thought, man, how embarrassing. That I was telling the Lord oh, we're not seeing enough. See one person come to Jesus, celebrate about the one. Amen. See ya. 20 people come to Christ. Celebrate that. But that very next year, we saw 63 decisions for Christ. And then the next year, we saw 120 decisions for Christ. The next year, I think we saw 180. And the next year, I think we saw 330. And this past year, we saw 565 decisions for Christ. Come on, can we celebrate that? Come on. But I, I just feel in my heart, listen, my prayer last year was we would hit 1,000. You're like, Anthony, you miss your goal. Who cares? I, 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 we shot for the stars. We hit the moon, baby. But I know we can do better with the one, church. And Nehemiah, the incredible leader, and what was so amazing about Nehemiah's leadership was he gave each one responsibility for their section of the wall. Their family, they they were to work together as a family to build the wall. And I want to tell you, it's the same in the kingdom of God. It is no different in the kingdom of God. God has given you a wall to build. How? You might say, man, how? Your time, your talent, and your treasure. How do you build the things of God? You lay down your lives and say, God, help me build what you're going to build. And I'll give you my time. I'll give you my talent. What, what gifting I have. Even the bad stuff I've been through, God, I give you that. The successes I've been through, God, I give you that. And then, God, I give it my treasure as well. Listen, I just want to encourage you at the start of this year. Listen, you're either going to build your kingdom or you're going to build God's kingdom. If you, God said, listen, if you take care of my kingdom, don't worry. I'm going to take care of your kingdom. Are you with me? Listen, you're going to worship one of them. And I just want to encourage you at the start of the year, listen, your time, your talent, your treasure, and I just want to add one more to that, and it's joining a team. Time, talent, treasure, and team. That is what builds the kingdom of God. And listen, preaching is often by yourself, but eventually we need a preaching team in our church, right? Every ministry in our church, guess what? It's all about team. The kingdom of God is all about team. And we live in such an individualistic kind of society. It's so much, what does God have for me? Great. God has something for you. I tell you this, it's part of a united army. It's part of a united family. It's part of a church. Do you realize church is not a place to attend? It's a family to belong to. Church is not a place to attend. It's a family to belong to. Church is not a place to attend. It's not a place to show up to. It's a family to belong to. You need to get that in our heart. You need to get that in our spirit. You're like, I just like to show up and run out. Listen, I want to tell you, you're missing out on so much blessing. Now, you might go to one and then, like, guess what? I've actually noticed that there's problems in every family. Haven't you noticed that? There's always an auntie that's kind of weird. People getting offended again. Just again, forgive you, Pastor. (laughs) Listen, church isn't a place to attend. It's a place to belong. It's a family to belong to. Come on, reach. Come on, teach. Come on, empower. We're believing for thousands, starting with one. And I just want to mention to you real quick, believe and build. And in November, we started a two-year campaign. We're in the process of that and And um, it's not about a building again, but a building that will help us and a facility that will help us reach more people and teach more people and empower more people. And at the start of the year, I just want to encourage you, listen, your uh, diligence to the commitment that God has put on your heart is so critical for you to believe and build that wall that God has called you to to believe and build on. Amen. Come on, that's a united effort. That's a united place. Are you with me? Are you with me? Come on, are you with me? Don't fake it. Just be with me in Jesus' name. Amen. I really am. I'm believing for a vast army. Let me tell a a well-known story and then close out and pray for people. And then we're going to have a couple come up and just share what God's done in their life because of Believe and Build and so forth. Um, A young boy was walking along the sand and there were all these starfish that had literally millions of starfish that had been washed upon the sea, upon the sand And he's going along and he's picking up one. He's throwing it back in the water because if he doesn't pick up the starfish, they're going to die. He goes along, picks up another one, throws it, picks up another one and throws it. And an old man looks along and he walks up to the young little man. He says to him, son, there's millions here. Um, You can't make a difference. What are you doing? The son, the little boy picks up again a little starfish, looks at the man, throws it in the water. He says it made a difference on that one. I'm believing for thousands, but let's start with the one. We can reach one, we can teach one, we can empower one. Every single one of us united together to make a difference for the cause of Christ. A vast army exceptionally committed to the things of God. A vast army committed to the things of God. Do you want to attend church or do you want to be a vast army? Come on, do you want to attend church or do you want to be a vast army? Am I preaching to anyone this morning? There's going to be so many people this afternoon so committed to a little ball going over a line. We're going to jump up and down and say, that's incredible. And I just want to tell you, what we do is more important. I love football. I love sports. But what we do is greater. Do you know that, church? And a bunch of people are going to jump around and paint in their face. And it's cool and I love it because it's competitive and it's sports and it's manly. It's all that kind of stuff. Huh? I love it. And guess what? Guess what? No one's going to be asking the NFL is all about your money. And billions of dollars are going to be made but billions but when the church of the living God looks to thrive looks to get big looks to get committed bunch of people go they're just after you no one's gonna be asking but guess what a CEO is gonna be thinking about look at all these but dudes buying $150 t-shirts And no one's going to be saying they're all about your money. One of the biggest lies in the world today is the church is all about your money. Can I tell you that? One of the biggest lies in the church today. Listen, God doesn't need your money, but His mission does. And I want to just again, listen, God doesn't need your money. His mission does those pastors in India one of the guys family of four if you went in your bathroom at home measured the width and length that would have been his hut that's his kitchen that's his place to sleep with his two kids one wife I was like When do they have sex? I'm a man. I'm going to think about it. What do you say? Close your eyes, kids. Go to sleep. Make sure they're really snoring. Man. Maybe they go in the church at that time. (laughs) Come on, let's have some fun in the house of God. It's okay. Some of you need to smile a little. You're like, that was awkward. It's okay. (laughs) I am. (laughs) You know, I I found this. The church says no, God says yes. (laughs) Right? He's given us the boundaries, and that's called marriage. But after that, you might as well have a good time. I'm just giving you a little pre thing for the relationship series. And uh, yeah, (laughs) it's going to be a good relationship series. Bring someone, bring a friend, bring a couple. They're going to get blessed. I was thinking about single people. I was talking to someone. I won't mention a name. And they're like, what do they give us if we win the prize? I'm like, well, maybe it's ChristianMingle.com. I don't know. We might start our own, call (laughs) 50shadesofthey.com, sign up, find a a lovely lady, (laughs) or whatever. Church, I'm believing for thousands. Starts with one though. We can do a better job at one. Discipleship wise, connect group leaders, team leaders, men here, women here. We can do a better job at one. You can help one, I promise you. You can help one. If you're like, man, I need help, then find someone. Listen, you need, Listen, if you need health, then you find someone who looks pretty healthy and say, hey man, let's go eat something together. Let's go work out together. If you need someone who looks like they're doing well financially, you say, hey, can you help me create a budget? I mean, you know, do something like that. But if you want to grow spiritually, hang out with someone who's doing a little bit better than you. Amen. Here's bowed eyes closed for a moment. Jesus walked through every aisle every heart let this word have an eternal echo that changes the hearts of men, that continues to change my heart, continues to change my mind, continues to change our families and men in here and women in here God may our church never be about just keeping the already saved satisfied God may we always be about reaching those who don't know you Leaving the ninety-nine to go after the one, but God, let us be a church that's fully obeying all that You've commanded us to, and that's to teach and model it and empower people to impact in every sphere of life. Father, may what we see today be a small seed of what You want to do through this local house church alive. God, I believe you and I believe you're putting on my heart to believe for thousands, both locally and internationally. Help us, anoint us, empower us to reach one. Help us, anoint us, empower us to teach one. Help us, anoint us, empower us to empower one. God, breathe your life on this house. Nudge someone this week in your purpose. Nudge someone this week to follow you that little bit closer. Nudge someone this week to pray. Nudge someone this week to talk to someone. Nudge someone this week to just be more like you, Jesus. We can't do it by ourselves. We cannot follow you without the power of the Holy Spirit. So I pray right now, Holy Spirit, that You would fill us afresh and anew. Would we be filled up to overflowing, that our cup might overflow. Fill us with Your love and joy. May Your church increase in love and in wisdom and in power this year. Thank You, God, that You've called us to exceed, to go beyond where we've ever gone before. Thank You, God, that You're taking away mindsets that would hinder and bind Thank you, God, for those even serving in kids and our kids, God, that you are doing a work of the Spirit in their lives. Maybe you're here today and you got invited by someone. Maybe you feel disconnected from God for numerous, numerous reasons. Maybe you grew up Catholic, Christian or heck, atheist or spiritual or whatever it is. But let me just invite someone who's never invited Christ into their heart. Let me just invite you to the ultimate grace party. Let me let me invite you to the, the lover of your soul. Let me introduce you to a man. His name is Jesus. He lived a perfect life. He died a sacrificial death for you. When he died, he said, it is finished. It meant the price is paid for your sin, my sin and the sin of the whole world, that everyone that would believe on him would be declared righteous. The only thing he asks of you is is listen, if you're trusting self or trusting other things, turn around and trust me. Trust me to save you. Trust me to forgive you. Trust me that I am the saviour of the world. I am the good shepherd. I am the light of humanity. I am God and the son of God all by myself. Jesus wants to come into your life. He wants to revolutionise your life. He wants to uh, empower you to be the person He created you to be. And I want to tell you before, your mother You were formed in your womb. He was thinking about you. He's been chasing you and looking for you. If you're here today and disconnected from God, if you're here today and you've never accepted Christ, if you feel like, Anthony, that's me, I need to pray that prayer. I'm going to pray a prayer in a moment. I just want to invite you to pray that prayer. If that's you today, then right here and right now, just lift your hand real high and say, Anthony, I need to pray with you. I feel disconnected from God. or I've never accepted Christ for the very first time. On the count of three, one, two, three all across this place anyone here today need to say anything? I need to come home I need to accept Christ come on anyone here real quick slip up your hands slip it up real high don't be embarrassed I'm not going to embarrass you but I am going to pray with you right here and right now I just want to take a minute thank you ma'am. that's awesome anyone else real quick come on across this place just want to take a moment you may feel a real wrestle inside like man I'm not sure is the spirit of God tugging you to respond to this prayer right here right now slip up your hand slip it up real high say yes that's me anyone else real quick once you've slipped up your hand you can put it down thank you so much thank you so much come on can we pray this as a church family Jesus thank you for coming to earth thank you for living a perfect life dying a sacrificial death rising from the dead thank you that you looked for me when I wasn't looking for you thank you for paying the price for my mistakes my failures my sins wash them clean right now I trust you for the forgiveness of sins. For a changed life. In Jesus' name. And everyone said. Come on, and everyone said. Come on, anyone that raised their hand. Can we give them a hand real quick? Ephraim, would you come and just explain next steps for them?
1: Amen. If you raise your hand for the first time, we, we would like to welcome you to, to the family of God. It's a really cool uh, step that you just made. So. Out in the, uh, in the foyer, you'll see a, a huge TV. We have, a, it's our connect corner. Please go out there. We wanna give you um, some a Bible if you don't have one and some steps, some ways to, to move on and move forward into this journey. We really would love to get you connected with a connect group as well, because let me tell you, that's gonna help you. It's gonna elevate you. It's gonna uh, allow you to exceed as well. And anyone else who has not connected with the connect, had not gone, to please, we encourage you. Please go to that table. Let's get connected. I guarantee it. it's really affected my life. And my relationship here with the church it's done wonders so get connected um with the house that way and again congratulations to those who raised their hand we want to move forward as well to uh, to our offering to our tithes and giving um tithes and offering excuse me we want to tell you about three ways to give you received the envelopes when you walked in and you can give with a check or cash make the checks out to church alive and um or, or, or again just put the check in there if you uh, also may want to go online i've done that online you can give through PayPal, go to churchalive.tv, and uh, you can find those ways to give. You can also automate your giving. On the envelopes, There's a, when you fill out your information, there's a box you can check off, and it'll automatically take the tithe that you are asking to, to remove from your account. It helps the church uh, plan ahead, plan properly um, for our finances. And as well, make a note, if you're giving to Believe and Build, that this offering or what amount is going towards that or what amount is going towards their offering today amen amen we're gonna ask um paul and michelle to come on out i believe they might be out in the back already they're gonna encourage you in giving and in know what the lord come on paul them. there he is. run buddy
0: we want to see a 40-yard sprint 4.2 seconds practice come on these guys are just going to share real quickly um on really what God did in their heart really through Believe and Build and what they're believing for and just once a month we want to allow people to share a story or just share a vision I want to share with you something exciting I, I met with an engineer this week and a, um, a planner this week so I know good things are happening regarding um, just uh, planning for uh, whether it be the Williams Center or another place we're kind of praying and trusting God for the Williams Center and uh, there's talks about that but just we want to keep moving forward and making steps but these guys just want to share their story Real quick, would you give them a hand as they do that? We love these guys, they serve faithfully in the house. Um, Great looking couple, matching shoes, kind of a similar blue. You know, you know, when you get married and you start looking more like each other, Paul's eyes are starting to turn blue now, I think, and and, uh, all kinds of good stuff. Yeah, no beard, no, 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 none of that stuff. All right, why don't you share just kind of what you feel like God's uh, put in your heart and, and done in your heart just regarding Believe and Build and the Future of the House. Sure.
2: Um, since Believe and Build has started, I really feel that our faith and our love for God has grown more in this last six months than it ever has before. Um, it's just to so a whole new level, a new experience. And... Um, we're just so excited about Believe and Build, what God's going to do through this campaign, Amen. what he's already done, and in and, and the future of what he's going to do, what he's already setting up to do. Yeah. Um, just from our experience, how much we've grown in this place, and, and, and the atmosphere, um, we just know, even though this campaign is not just about a building, it's about faith and love in Jesus, and it's about people. That's good. We just know that having that building is a constant in a community like God is a constant in our life he's never changing we want a permanent location where we can just we can go to we can work that we don't have to constantly tear up and tear down where our efforts can just be put into something else um, to to make this place more excellent to bring more people to connect to the community to have classes build bridges to make it easier for people to get here we, yeah. just, we just can't wait to see what God's
3: going to do Amen well I'm just going to piggyback on yesterday our uh, Pastor Anthony was talking about uh, God gives you a wall in life and that could be anything from personal life your family, your job and I think part of this Believe and Build God gave us this uh, task really to support the church and uh, me and my wife talked about it and we had this number set. She she actually came up with the number first. And I was like, yeah, that's the number I had in my head. It was kind of surprising because we never even talked about it. We were praying about it, both of us. And then, um, you know, she came out with the number that, that was given was put on her on her heart. And I was like, that's exactly the same number I had. So we were like, yeah, let's do it. It was great. And in the last few months, uh, my wife has gotten a promotion on her job. You know, uh, you got gotten a uh, work in the uh, legal department, which is great. Uh, I just actually went for a job interview for a higher position in my company. So, you know, God willing, I'll get that position and it's going to be great things, you know, going forward. That's great, God. Yeah. And, uh, I'm just telling you guys, this church, uh, like he said, it's our home. It's not the place to just come and attend and be part, just come Sundays and just hear the message and worship. It's, it's a place where we want people to come every day that's the place where if you're not feeling good one day during the week or you're just having a bad day you're having a bad week and you're like oh man what am i gonna do like fernando he probably goes to the gym iron, <laughs> and he feels good yeah you know? that's it you know? yeah it's like oh man i got like 240 of. that's what i'm talking about he probably was, like 300 but no uh today you know he eats a protein that's bar what, i think yeah. so that's what he yes. does that's what he was he doing does. in church i
0: uh, give you a shout out i can there. see like yeah, fernando when yeah. he gets
3: upset <laughs> instead of like ice cream he's just eating the protein bar <laughs> But, uh, no, see, this is the kind of fellowships that we create here. You know, we know each other, and that's what we want you guys to be a part of. It's a family, like he said in his message today. This is a family, and we just want to grow it. You know, yeah. we want to have people come and just fall in love with everybody. We want to get to know everybody here on a Amen. personal level, not yeah. just a high and bye, but yeah. I want to know what, who you are, what you do, what you like to do, and what can we do to help you get to closer to Jesus Amen. spiritually. Yeah. yeah. That's what believing in Bill is all about. Come on, give these guys a hand.
0: You guys can step on down, guys. Thanks so much. Are you ready to give this morning? Ready to worship God with the first things and the best things? and. Then if you're ready, obviously plan once a month to be obviously, or once a week, or however you do it with Believe and Build. And then on the third Sunday of the month, just from a practical perspective, we'll just be talking about, we were doing it first Sunday of the month to do with missions in India. We want to shift that to the third Sunday of the month, just so you can kind of plan your own giving. But let me pray for you. we are going a little bit long today. I hope that's okay. Are you still with with us? Is that okay? I mean, no, it's not. Father, we thank You for today. And I just want to lift up every person you God their lives their hearts their minds God the, the business people of the house Father I speak a blessing over them for 2015 and believe for your touch and believe for your miracles over them and believe for your miracles over this house God Lord in every single way Father help us exceed God in our faith help us exceed in our families this year help us exceed in our finances and our health this year and God how we follow after you help us succeed in reaching and teaching and in empowering people. Lord, this year, we trust you for it. We can't do it on our own. We believe you for it. And we thank you, God, for the gift and the giver. Bless them exceedingly and abundantly. In Jesus' name. Come on, a faithful church said. Come on, let's worship. Hey guys, thanks so much for watching. I pray that this message has impacted your life in a powerful, powerful way. If you feel like it has, email us at connect at churchalive.tv or if you accepted Christ today for the very first time or you feel like you're running back to the Lord today, email us again and let us know. I know that's going to be encouragement to me. It's going to be encouragement to other people who serve as part of our church. God bless you. See you next time.